Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the ProTaper Kickstart Podcast. Uh, it is, what is it? It's Wednesday morning, and we are a couple days late. Apologize for that. Uh, good reason, though. Um, our co-host, Alex Ray, was en route home from Colorado, and Chase Curtis and I were in Sandy, Oregon, for the 2022 Honda CR250R launch, and Mike Antonovich is at Loretta Lynn's Amateur National right now with zero phone service, so he's not available today. So uh, filling in for him today is our senior test rider, Pat Foster. So uh, good morning from the four of us. And uh, this is uh off-week podcast, so no racing to really BS about. But uh, our guy, Alex Ray, uh, he just had some really horrible-looking surgeries on both wrists, his... <laughs> what your left tibia Both. and your hip <laughs> you looking like frankenstein yeah. dude what how, yeah, how did so, everything go uh everything i think everything went good uh i guess time will tell but everything went good uh, i had both wrists worked on uh i had my right wrist worked on on wednesday and then my left wrist worked on on friday but um turns out they had so much to do on the right wrist that they didn't even finish on the right wrist. So they did right wrist on Wednesday and then, um, or on Wednesday and then on Friday, they did both again. So they did the, they fixed the left on Friday and then they had to go back in on the right to finish everything they had to do because they didn't finish. Um, cause it was that bad. But, uh, yeah, I had to have a bone graft for each, each wrist and they were looking for bone everywhere in the body mm-hmm. um they're like oh yeah we're gonna go in through your right tibia i'm like well there's really no bone there it's all like it's plated and has a bunch of screws there from whenever i broke it and so they had to go in to the left and then they needed bone for my hip but i'd already had a bone graft for my left hip so they had to go under my right hip so when, when they take was, a bone chunk out for a bone graft does it grow back I I don't know. That's that's above my pay grade, but I do know that like my tibia bone or whatever, but tibia which bone they took it out of, it didn't hurt at all. Like mm-hmm. nothing. Woke up, could walk, everything. Whenever they did my hip on Friday, dude, it's like swelled up, bruised, hurts, can barely walk, can barely sit up out of bed. Like my it, like my fucking my dick hurts, everything. Like I, I don't I don't know what happened. <laughs> like. Dude, it it's crazy. I, and I remember the same pain whenever I had uh, uh, a bone graft on my left hip. But I'm like, man, like how, how? But it was it was a very long week. Um, but everything is fixed up now. Uh, so thanks to everyone who reached out. Uh, it was it was definitely it was definitely a long long tough week a lot of people don't really understand how it all happened which i mean i didn't crash didn't do anything this is just stuff that happened a long long time ago years of being sketchy 
Very yeah. All those years of me being sketchy just finally caught up to me. I mean, dude, I'm 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 so glad to hear that it wasn't a crash because obviously we haven't we haven't talked in a while. I haven't seen you in a bit, and I just saw the pictures on Instagram, and both yeah. wrists. I mean, the surgeries look brutal. I'm going, oh my god, my boy crashed oh. hard. <laughs> oh no 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 no. De- there's definitely there's definitely been crashes. There's 100% what, what? <laughs> been crashes, but it hasn't been you know. From those, I mean. So, it's is, just, was just, it bugging you right now? Like, you, I mean, you're in the middle of the nationals, and uh, and and doing pretty well at the last couple, it seems like. And then, why now? Was it was it bugging you, or what? What happened yeah. that led to you to do this? You know, what what led to the decision? Uh, it just kept getting worse over the years. Um, you know, so pretty much, I had um, in my left wrist in 2010. I, I just give you guys like kind of a brief short story 2010 my left wrist uh i was actually in california getting ready for supercross long time ago a-red was a little baby boy and and i had zero fuck in my head like i was wide clawed young kid like if i seen a set of whoops i was second gear to the stop like wide open coming into him and i just got all fucking squirrely one day hit a set of whoops, got sideways. Don, I'm sure you've been to the that Supercross track that was in Palm Springs and that palm tree farm, right? <laughs> yeah. You know how there's a fence around it? Yeah, you end up in the fence? Yeah, there's a whoop section in the back, like right next to the fence, and I got all swathed through there, and I just hit the berm, landed in the fence, took out a very expensive palm tree. <laughs> and I mean, I was just a young kid. Ended up breaking my wrist, my left wrist. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, oh shit. Okay, well, time to go home to Tennessee. So went home to Tennessee, got it X-rayed, everything. They're like, well, you broke your scaphoid. It's a bone that, like, you know, everyone knows it has yeah, bad blood care. supply. But you're young, it'll heal. I waited six months in a cast. It never healed. No progress. Nothing. And they're like, okay, we'll have surgery on it now. So after six months, I had surgery on it, and then fast forward ten years later, um, it just it still hurt. Like I'm like, dude, like something something's up. And then um, whenever I landed on freeze, like uh, it just sort of like reflared up. Like you know, mm-hmm. like oh man, it hurts. So I went to the Alpine Star rig, got it X-rayed. Turns out like my bone is a non-union totally broke still like uh the screw that's in it is backed out into another bone and it's bent all so, these years yeah all these years yeah and so whenever they did the bone graft they had to put bone not only they had to take like half of my skateboard out and put new bone in and two they had they took the hardware out put two more screws in and they also had to put bone in the bone like in front of the skateboard because the screw had honed out like such a big hole in the other bone. Jesus. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So, and like obviously in 18, I've, I've broken my right scaphoid too, uh, just from getting sketchy at Glen Helen. But I mean, it was, it was completely fine, I think, but at the time, but so whenever they went in on my right wrist, um, I had hardware in there from breaking my finger and, and my scaphoid. So they took that out. Um, but in 2018, I was riding for Cycle Trader, 
and uh, I and my bike shut off over a rhythm section. John, I'm sure you remember. Mm. <laughs> um, and I dislocated my wrist, and uh, yeah, and they, so whenever they fixed it, they put a pin in there, and like so, I was in a cast, whatever. But as soon as I went to go get the pin taken out, my dumbass is like, okay, well. If I want to ride next year, like I need to get back racing. I need to, I need to do well, everything. Like I'm um, points, all this stuff. Cause that's the year I was, I was having like a breakout year and I was really doing well. Mm-hmm. So I go to the, I go to Alexander. He takes out the pin and then my bike's loaded in my truck at, at the hospital. <laughs> or at, the, at the deal. Dude, I, I leave his office and I go straight to fucking milestone mm-hmm. <laughs> after, after getting, after getting the pin taken out. Like, I'd already had, like, a wrist brace ordered, everything. So, like, I went there. I'm like, okay. All right, cool. Let's just see what we can do. I'm like, this thing's fucking sore. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. Dude, I tried to ride outdoors at Milestone. And it was so bad. And I think I just absolutely ruined it that day with my ligaments and everything. Because everything was still, like, loose. I'd just gotten the pin taken out. I didn't take a break. I went straight to Milestone. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, fuck. So I gave it like another week and I started riding Supercross and it was a bit better. But like, I don't know. I just I just started really doing some damage to it. I think I had to get a cortisone shot because that was the year that I got a fill in ride for uh, outdoors with Factory Yamaha. So I'm like, I have to race. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I like I have to. I wanted to take a break after Supercross. But when Jimmy Perry calls you and tells you like, hey, I have a Factory Yamaha sitting here for you, you're like, Okay, well, I don't care about my wrist. I'm going to freaking <laughs> ride this as long as I can. So, yeah. Fast forward a few years, it just keeps getting worse, keeps getting worse, keeps getting worse. So did you decide um, to uh, do it right now so that you'd be healthy by Supercross 22? Yes. Yeah. That, that's my main goal because, I mean, obviously I'm not getting that's any younger. That's where you excel. And, yeah. Yeah. I'm not getting any younger and, like, I want to do well this next year and, you know, because I don't really have that many more years. I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. So, How old are you? Uh, I'm 28. Yeah. 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 So, uh, I mean, I was having issues. It just kept getting worse and worse. Like I couldn't do a full moto. My hand would go numb. Um, I had zero grip strength at all. Like, I mean, if you like see pictures of me, like at milestone going through the rollers, I can barely hang on to the, the handlebars. Like I have no grip strength. My fucking hand would blow, blow off the handlebars all the time. Hmm. So, um, they went in, I had, like bone spurs like bones were fusing together like all kinds of stuff they couldn't really save it so they did a partial fusion like a four corner fusion um they took out half half of my scaphoid and then they put like a bunch of pins in there and then they also did a carpal tunnel release so that's Hmm. the wrist that they couldn't finish in one day and they had to come back yeah right yeah Oh, and they put bone graft like in there, I guess, to help with like the fusion and stuff and all of it. Like I had a lot of trauma done to this hand. Like it, it, uh, it's still sore, swollen, everything. Yeah, my left hand, how, like it's pretty, it's fine. Like my left hand's fine. I feel. How does the bone graft right work? Hand, I can't move. Do they j- try to uh, cut the graft out of your other part of your body in the same shape of the hole that's missing? Or do they yeah, like, I'm pretty grind sure. it up in the powder and put it in there and it gets hard or something? 
Well, I think that's what they do, bone marrow. It's like they put, like, bone marrow in it, but this is, like, legitimate bone, I'm assuming, because, like, whatever, I looked at the x-ray, you can see the, like, the cutout of actual different bone. Wow. So. Arts yeah. and crafts. I, I think, I, Don, I think, Don, I think I sent you some x-rays of, like, how many pins I have in my right hand, didn't I? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So... And I can't move my wrist for freaking eight weeks. Oh, my God. I have to go back to Vail <clears throat> and have another surgery to get the pins removed in eight weeks. Jeez. Okay, yeah. so the question then, everybody listening is wondering is, how are you wiping your butt? Dude, I mean, it's a struggle right now, okay? But I got it done. <laughs> Wait, or I, have you I, even have you even crapped yet after all that morphine and painkillers? Oh, dude, I have a video I need to send you. Because <laughs> <laughs> obviously, two surgeries, two surgeries in a week, right? Yeah. It will fuck you up with constipation. So I was drinking the laxatives and everything. And then my dad went, my uh, brother-in-law is a, like a doctor or something. And he, he called him to get like some different type of laxative because the la like the Miralax wasn't working. So I got like some chlorical freaking lemon drink or something. And I drank the whole thing. Bro, projectile <laughs> shitting for fucking two days. <laughs> no, I'm serious. The first three times I, the first three times I shit, I just, I just get, got in the shower and bent over, <laughs> straight up, and just floss with the, and floss with the towel. Oh, Bro, dude, it was that gnarly. But I have like a. Okay, so it was so wait, it solid was liquid thing. then, or did you have to yeah, smash oh, yeah, the? I have, did you have I to have step on the that. chunks to make them go down the drain? <laughs> <laughs> no no it's fine it was all broken down because it was in there for a while but um i did order a bidet and it is here but i don't really have the hand is it that did you get the hello tissue i think so yeah yeah i think that's the one i got yeah good um game changer everyone's probably gonna like think i'm weird right now but whatever like if this hasn't happened to you, if the freaking your finger hasn't slipped through toilet paper and like grazed your ass, yeah. like, you haven't lived. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like I did, I did like this like sort of like finger rubbing motion around yeah, the little, area. Like if, once I made it there with my hand, yeah, because like, it's hard to make it there. Like my back's all cramped up because I'm like at a weird angle. I tried every angle. I tried to go like three nuts. I tried to like stand up and like do that maneuver. I tried to like get in the shower and like. Raise both my legs above my head. Like, I tried everything, right? So, but turns down, like, it just, I had to do it just norm, the normal way. But, like, mm -hmm. I had to get in an angle, and I had to do, like, the finger rubbing around the, the anal area. Yeah. See? And, until, like, with, like, a wet cloth until it was just, like, clean. And then I had to come in with, like, the dry and, like, dry it up and, like, really get in there. So, but now my left hand works pretty well, and I got it down pat. Because I... I I bought wet wipes prior to doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, that. So, wait, did you order the one I sent you the website for? Uh, no, I just ordered a tissue one off Amazon. Okay, but you got a tissue. See, see, because I, I yeah. bought one of those things because, you know, in Japan they make those toilets that have the, the butt washer button and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I bought this tissue and then I, I did I get you one, Pat? Yeah, yeah, Christmas present. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got him. I got him for my friends for Christmas. I know I gave one to Dahmer, and I got one for Hoppa because he's he poops like fifteen times a day. 
but uh, <laughs> but yeah. Well, dude, I assume every Chinese person or Japanese person has to have them. Have you ever went to a Chinese restaurant and they have like the the freaking the lock on the on the the teepee where you can only take like one square? <laughs> no. Oh, geez, I've never seen that. No, but oh, I've been shit, I've been to dude. some like gnarly Chinese restaurants before where they yeah. have a pair of tongs on the wall. What? <laughs> yeah. What? Dude, yeah. like a pair of tongs, like the kinds that are really long that you would like flip your meat on the grill with. They have that. Yeah. <laughs> There's usually like Chinese restaurants bathrooms are disgusting, right? I don't, I don't know why. <clears throat> but there'll be like a wood screw in the wall with a pair of tongs. That sounds good though. Like maybe they cook with those tongs and that's their secret recipe. Like, <laughs> Chinese food sounds good. That's the XOXO sauce. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. So anyway, so this this tushy thing's amazing. If you're Wait, li- I don't understand. What 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 do they want you to do with the tongs? I I think maybe when it gets clogged or something, they unclog it with the tongs or something. They pull the turds out. <laughs> I don't know. No, no. Like I heard, I heard a, a a nurse is telling me that you can use tongs to wipe your ass. Like if if say you do have like a broken wrist or something. You can use the tongs as like extra leverage. Well, to get in there. I can't imagine oh. going to a restaurant and using the same tongs someone else used to no. wipe their ass. No, no. not happening. <laughs> <laughs> not happening. So, like, oh, dude, look at the rust on those tongs. Oh, that's not rust. <laughs> no. Well, Chase, how did you do when you you broke both of your arms like a few years? Dude, ago? I didn't. I didn't shit for like a month until I got my soft cast off. A month. See. See, yeah. that's what Davey said. Davey said he didn't want his wife to wipe his ass, so he just took a bunch of pain pills, so he's just stayed clogged up. <laughs> Dude, I'm bad. After surgeries, I'm so clogged up. Like, I think even with my arms, I had I had been trying to at that point. And then, mm-hmm. Don, I was, I was house-sitting for you, and right before you left, I think you guys went on a cruise or something, you gave me this, like, orange stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, dude, 30 minutes later, I was on the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, which which is which is pretty understandable too, because remember when we were in Utah, Chase, you didn't you didn't shit for two weeks, dude. I'm like, I don't know, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm, an, I'm like a, a dog. I don't like pooping when I'm not home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm I gotta way. have my throne, dude. I gotta have yeah. my throne. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the I same way. I've got my spot in my house. Yeah. <laughs> not me, dude. I can shit anywhere. <laughs> well, dude, I, but then I shit four times a day here, so it doesn't make sense. Yeah, well, me and Don, we're different breeds. Like, the amount of socks that Don's lost on ITT or Skyline. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, hey, man, when it has to happen, it has to happen. Yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> mm. So, uh, okay, so you're uh, eight weeks, can't move your wrist. I mean, when, when, if everything goes to plan, when are you going to be back on a dirt bike? Uh, 10 weeks. So I have to schedule another, obviously another trip back to jail um, in eight weeks. And then he said two weeks after that, I can start doing like uh, little things like maybe go to state fair and ride the fucking bed track or something. You know, Do you have to do a bunch of PT to get your range of motion back? I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I ain't gonna have that much range of motion. I yeah. mean, it's partially <laughs> partially fused. Yeah. So I think yeah. I'm gonna have to. Um, they want me to do uh, PT right now to get my fingers moving, but mm-hmm. I'm doing all the exercises right now in bed. 
You can uh, get yeah. your fingers moving if, next time Wendy comes over. Mm. <laughs> no, it's coming. Dude, I think, I think, I think Wendy. I mean, she obviously. My sorry, my dogs are barking, but I think. Like we're we're just good. We're friends now. Like we're good. Like there's no like. I don't know. There's no benefits. I mean, I feel like. No, no. Hey. There, hasn't, there hasn't been any benefits. Like I've, I've hung out with her numerous times. Late, like lately. I mean, we went, we went and got food. Like she, uh, she helped me out with some other things. Like and uh, this is good. So this is like this is yeah, like reverse of how. Any, yeah, there hasn't been any type of of anything. So like me, I feel like Wendy and I were like we're we're good friends. That's good. I mean, so it's kind of like yeah. the uh, reverse of how things usually work. Right? Yeah. So now the love is building. <laughs> no. I, I don't know. I don't know, man. But, hey, I'm just I'm yeah. just going I'm going I'm going back to recovery for a minute. If they say 10 weeks, take 12. After the after the stories you were just telling just now and what I the dumb things that I did always in a rush and supercross we got a white we got to wait till January take twelve that's man. why yeah <laughs> yeah that's why I mean I'm in no rush that's why I freaking uh, you know I I got it done now I mean I couldn't hang on to the bike my hand was going numb like you know like I was in points at, at Redbud second moto and you know like halfway through my hand just went numb and there was nothing I could do mm. couldn't hang on fuck so no too dangerous yeah, there, it was, so that's not yeah it. definitely too dangerous i mean so uh yeah i mean i i just uh i decided to get it done and it, it's uh, i'm hoping that it helps and if it doesn't hey you know i mean i'll, I'll still probably be doing this podcast every monday with you guys so. <laughs> you you have you have something lined up for supercross already uh i yeah i think i'm going to be with the same team um you know like nothing's really set in stone yet but uh Guys over at STV Racing are great, man. So you're feeling, uh, that's, feeling good about that. Yeah, yeah, I'm feeling good about that. Um, that helps, you know. So yeah, yeah, we'll see. And we're growing too. We're putting out some feeders for for more, uh, you know, help and uh, funding and stuff. So you know, uh, maybe uh, maybe this thing will grow next year, which I'm really hoping that it does. So mm-hmm. should be good. Hey, does your hand go numb when you're training on your mountain bike? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes when I'm riding, I have to look at my left hand to make sure my fingers well, are like, on the front brake. So it goes, it goes numb climbing. Thing. It goes numb climbing. Yeah, but it also goes numb coming down the hill too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, I've got the same thing. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, I guess that was just like more of like the carpal tunnel release. Um, I'm still gonna have to go get stuff done like in the future with my left wrist. Um, he thinks that. Because I have bone spurs uh, around the backside of my skateboard. I have arthritis, and I have some other stuff going on with my left wrist still. Mm-hmm. He says I might have to do another partial fusion on my left wrist in time. But he said you still, I still have a few years, so which is which is good. Ah, dude, that sucks. And then you're, uh, yeah. <laughs> dude, all of your all of your incisions that are like stapled, are they stapled or stitched? Stitched. Stitch. They all look like vaginas. Mm. <laughs> well, luckily, I like vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So you ever heard that? <clears throat> Have you ever heard? Hey, dude, you got to lick your wounds. oh my god dude so uh let's see with uh with no racing going on you you obviously coincidentally you got your wrists fixed the same time there's no racing uh man heart raft's got to be a little bit bored without you out there as your training teammate i was like i went on strava this morning he's got all these like activities like motocross rides on strava and i'm looking and usually it's like alex ray rode with brendan hartraft but he's a yeah. solo cholo now yeah i know man he well i mean at least he's still doing it he's still doing the work which is which is good um i i actually did go to the track with him yesterday because i mean i don't want to be stuck in the house all day that's not what i want to do um, mm-hmm. so i got my ass out of bed yesterday and i went to the track and i stayed there like all freaking day um and watch the boys ride and do that like that's what i like the most i like just going to the track and not having to stress about having to beat a lap time or do i like just going to the damn track <laughs> were you holding chilling. the pit board no um so you should look into being a moto dad <laughs> <laughs> oh dude <laughs> yeah i've been hit i've i've, I've honestly this is no joke. I've been hit up by chicks to be a moto dad. <laughs> wait, <laughs> like, wait, hey. what do you mean? Like help with their kid? Like, no, like, Hey, you're, you're good. Like you look good. Um, I feel like I maybe look good, but I don't know. And like, we should get together, mesh, have a baby and you be my moto dad. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's bold. Yeah. I'm like, eh, I don't is know. this dialogue that happens? Like, in... I feel like I feel like we're You're at our first dinner it? date. I feel like we're at our first dinner date. Uh, I don't know about this. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what did you see at Paula yesterday? Was it just Hartraft, Mumford, and uh, Drake? Uh, no, Schwartz was there. Um, Marvin Muscan was there, and I think that was it for mm. for pro guys. Dude, oh, Cody Shock. And then, uh, yeah, I think that was it for the, in Max Anstey, but, uh, that, that was about it. Hey, Schwartz has been killing it, huh? Yeah. Was he moving yesterday? Yeah. They're all riding pretty good. Um, he hopped in the moto with, uh, Derek and Carson. Obviously it wasn't planned. They were about 15 minutes in and he, he hopped in behind them, caught them a little bit. But then once they seen that he had hopped in, they elevated the pace and dude, it was like a race for like the last 15 minutes of Carson and Derek's moto. But obviously um, he had to keep going afterwards, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was, they were, they were ripping pretty good. Dude. I'm so like surprised Derek's like riding after what, two weeks ago he had heart surgery or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Two weeks ago he had heart surgery, which is, it's pretty gnarly what they did. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, they pretty much told him out of recovery, just sort of go as as you can and like you're okay to start doing any activity as long as you feel well and he's been feeling fine um he's been going on mountain bike rides everything like taking it slow for the first couple weeks it's like well i mean like i feel fine and i guess he consulted with his doctor and they said yeah like give it a shot so and everything's going good his so pretty much his heart rate was so high for so long. I mean, whenever he rode, he would get into the two thirties. 
Oh, wow. That, that is not, that's not healthy. <clears throat> yeah. So he had this surgery done and now he's, he has a pretty much like a normal heart rate. So hmm. what a gnarly year for that guy. Cause he broke his femur off season too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is he going to oh, race yeah. this year? Uh, I'm thinking so. Yeah. I think maybe, maybe last two, but we'll see. I mean, it just sort of depends on him, but, uh, you know, hopefully he gets to race at least a couple more, you know? Yeah. He's a cool kid. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, I hey guys, there, I was there watching them too, and yeah, they were they were ripping. Who? Uh, just like Carson and Derek. Davy Davy's not in town, so you know, I was I was texting him, giving him updates. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Davy's just at home, right? He's not at Loretta's with Duke. Or yeah, Dane, he's, is he? he's at home. Okay. Yeah, home. Huh. Well. Guys, let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. Um, we'll be back for more with the Kickstart Podcast. Hi, SWAT Moto Live listeners. This is Alex Martin. At Arai, every helmet is handcrafted with dedication to pursue gains and protection, and that is exactly why I choose to race in an Arai helmet. This lifeblood of obsession with protection is driven by a single shareholder and runs through every person who builds an Arai helmet. This is what sets Arai apart. This is Arai. Have you heard that Yoshimura is now making bicycle components? That's right. Their first product to market, the Chileo Pedal, was over two years in development, and now they're ready for your mountain bike or BMX bike. Made in the USA and available in two sizes, you have to see these masterpieces of machining to appreciate them. They're most likely the last pedals you'll ever need for your bicycle. Now shipping worldwide. Check them out at YoshimuraCycling.com. Since 2005, Risk Racing has been a leading innovator within the motocross industry, all while doing it in their own unique way. Whether you are looking for the premier motocross transport system, the Lock and Load Pro, or the EZ Utility Jug, the fuel can of choice for me, SGB Racing's Alex Ray, Risk Racing is there to be your go-to motocross shopping destination. Head over to riskracing.com today and see their entire product line. Use code SWAP at checkout to receive 15% off the entire purchase. Hey everyone, Don Moetta here. Over the past 20 years, I've built a ton of cool motocross project bikes. When it comes to choosing a great wheel set, my first call is always to the crew at WUSA. Importers and distributors of Talon, Kite, Han, and Edge Hubs, the wheel building team at W is unrivaled when it comes to lacing them up to DID or Excel rims. Let's be honest now. Next cleaning air filters or changing oil, tightening spokes is one of the most tedious jobs when it comes to working on your bike. When it comes to wheel sets from W though, you know that they'll stay straight and true and the spokes will almost always stay tight. There's a reason that factory teams and top riders everywhere rely on W. When it comes to anything wheel related, your one-stop shop is WUSA.com. Check them out. Hey, what's up guys? This is Connor Erickson, but you probably know me best as Buttery Films. Temecula T-shirt printers handles all of my merch needs and also services many other big players in motocross. Whether you're starting a brand or just want some team t-shirts printed, there's no one that does better work or has a service as good as these guys. Check them out online at TemeculaTshirtPrinters.com. Hey, this is Colt Nichols of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team, and I rely on Guiltless Food Co. to keep me fueled properly, feeling 100%, and is super convenient. It's healthy food that doesn't suck. Sign up at GuiltlessFoodCo.com. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise, 
Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid. Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed in more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world, period. The engineers who design your bike trust and spec Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. What's up, Swap Moto fans? The Toyota Escondido Action Sports Team supports some of the biggest racers in the sport, like Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath, Dean Wilson, Axel Hodges, Colt Nichols, Brian Deegan, and more. With over two decades of supporting racers, we've become known as the place to buy a Toyota truck in Southern California. Toyota Escondido is a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Live Show, and all you have to do to get the best deal on a quality Toyota truck is mention the show and tell them you want the action sports special. Check us out online at toyotaescondido.com for more. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Kickstart Podcast presented by Pro Taper. Once again, I've got Alex Ray, Chase Curtis, and Pat Foster here with me. Um, so uh, yeah, with the off week, there was some activities that we did last week since the last podcast, most notably the... Uh, Alpine Stars Ride Day out at Paris. Um, dude, that was a huge, huge uh, event, I thought. Um, they've done it before. Yeah. They've done it before at, like, <clears throat> Milestone. It was just the press, but this was, like, all their factory riders and all their amateur sport riders and media influencers. Yeah. It was pretty big. How many people do you think were there, Chase? Dude, there's probably – I'd say it's close to what – 50, 60 people there? Mm, there's a, no, we dude, had, there's, I think there's over 100 people there, I would think. You think? I don't I, I wasn't. I wasn't there, but the pictures on Instagram were impressive. <laughs> they put on a huge spread. It was, yeah. it was badass. I wish I, wish I would have gone because it, it looked cool. It looked fun. Uh, all their new gear looked sweet. And having all the boys come out, mm-hmm. yeah, that had to be really cool. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, the I, Lawrence brothers, Chase Sexton, and Eli were there. And, and Jason Anderson. Yeah, I don't think – I was trying to think, like, they always do a pretty good job at the launches I've been to, but, yeah, I don't think I've we've ever seen, like, all their athletes there. So, yeah, yeah that's was, definitely pretty cool. I was shocked that, like, Anderson and Tomac were there. And that they were riding as much as they did. Yeah. Well, I think did, – didn't Jason bone out early? I only saw him ride the first moto. No, he was there late. <laughs> he rode under the lights and stuff. Oh, okay. I wasn't paying yeah, attention. Yeah, but like Jason, yeah, and then, he had his own posse there riding too. Like he had yeah. Matt Rice, and yeah, they yeah. all rode that morning all day. Like Jason came straight from Paula. Wow. Yeah, it was so yeah. weird seeing Eli at Paris. I mean, I know he's been there plenty <laughs> right. of times, but like, especially at this stage in his career, it was just odd seeing him ripping the same track that we ride on Fridays. <laughs> was he? Yeah. Was he ripping at Paris? Yeah, he was. I mean, it's Eli Tomac, dude. Of course, he's going fast. That's that's awesome. Hey, speaking of that, I did that 
bell helmets intro uh last week yeah and i hadn't ridden under the lights in a long like since i was a kid since i was racing i haven't done a night race in a long time yeah man that's that's not me at all holy crap <laughs> I, I couldn't believe how dark it was i did not dig it yeah and you see these dark spots and you're like is there a hole there yeah man i i'm i'm so glad i'm not doing that anymore i mean i i, I, I never did that great at night races and now i know why it was not good <laughs> i didn't i didn't dig it yeah so uh yeah so we had uh we made a video there of jet and hunter lawrence riding uh was it aaron colton chase yeah it's aaron colton's bike yeah he had a what was like a 93 cr 500 and the the boys got on it it was pretty cool to watch I think that Jet was definitely that, um, scared of the thing. You could tell. And Jet was. Was that, the first, yeah. was that their first time on a 500? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, so. I, I asked both of them, but uh, it was pretty funny watching them try to start it, too. They're all, <laughs> Aaron's all, yeah. put it in top dead center. And, and I think Jet was all, it is, it is. I don't think he knew what top dead center meant. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, it was pretty cool. And I'm like watching them go out, and I'm all, this is. Uh, this is YouTube gold. I hope Chase is filming this. But, uh, yeah, what's that now? Like 120,000? 130, I just looked. 130. Pretty good. So if you guys haven't seen it, check out our YouTube channel. And uh, you get to see Jeff. Uh, for the Lawrence lovers, there's going to be some, some other stuff going up today. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we, uh, Pat, Chase, and I headed to Sandy, Oregon to Mountain View MX for the launch of the 2022 Honda CRF250R. We flew Sunday, rode Monday, half day yesterday, and I uh, got home late last night. I think Pat was hoping that it was a one-day intro, not a one-and-a-half-day intro. <laughs> Dude, day two got me. Yeah. Day two got me. So uh, I've ridden Mountain hey, View. The scenery, the scenery looked good, but the dirt, man. I, I don't know about the dirt. Yeah. No. So I rode that track. Like four, four years ago with Fox, and I remember it being like a red clayish type dirt there, that got that was super bitching for like the first hour, and then it got kind of blue groove and real slippery and dusty. But uh, we got there, and the whole thing was covered in wood chips, like uh, big gnarly wood chips, like the, the bags you buy for your barbecue, you know, your smoker. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Dude, I don't know how you guys race a national with wood chips. How was that? Oh, it's retarded. Was no, it that Muddy it's, Creek did that? Yeah, Muddy Creek did it. I, a lot of tracks are doing it now. Uh, Washougal did it. Um, and I think even Redbutt has a few spots where they had some of it. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know why, but uh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, so in theory, it, it, uh, the wood chips ground into the dirt and help hold moisture retain uh mm -hmm. retain some traction but i think these were anti-traction wood chips there was some in southwick too in the <clears> far <throat> uh far sweeper in the sand yeah dude it's, it, I, I have no idea why wow i mean yeah it was it was dumb but yeah, yeah. that stuff like i i wrote it a lot going up because it was like it's the big thing in tennessee because some people I guess their dirt is too hard, so they just bring in these witches stuff to to get a little bit of fluff mm -hmm. if they want to ride like something that to get rudder, r rougher or anything, you know, something different. 
Mm-hmm. But all it does is it slides to the outside, and then now you have like this wet surface on top of this blue groove shit, and it's just the most horrifying, terrible shit you'll ever ride on. Hey Pat, he uh, described it perfectly. I'm, so, I'm I'm so glad that you're saying that because it was miserable, and like they've just started this process, and uh, so it wasn't distant at all. It was two feet of wood on top of hard pack, and so like a rut would start developing and then the next lap, the next lap you come through and just blow it out and all the, yeah. all the wood would just push to the side. And so, and then just like you're saying, super slick, hard, wet, like snot, um, hard pack underneath. <laughs> you so, got, you got Carson Brown out there doing Instagram bangers, blowing out all the ruts. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Dude, that kid has an unlimited supply of energy. He, they had to pull him off every moto. Oh my god, that is no, crazy. it was cool, and he was he was ripping. He rode good. It was cool. Yeah, fun, fun, fun yeah, to hang. He with. was definitely ripping. I've seen him. I didn't even see him first moto at Washougal. He freaking smoked me on the two strokes. So. Did he really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he he looks good on a bike. He just he just rides really well. Super nice mm-hmm. guy too. Yeah, yeah. We're trying. We're trying. <laughs> we're 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 trying to get him in some O'Neill gear. Okay, I know he he probably spotted Don in the new twenty two. Which I got in trouble with my comment about. Why'd you get in trouble? What was your I comment? Got a screen, I got a screenshot sent to me from Mark. The dude, why you got to do me like that? Because I said, 2022 O'Neill gear before me. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, couldn't, yeah. I couldn't believe that you showed up in uh, 21 Mayhem at your last race of the season. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. I guess they'll have it at Unadilla, but um, we're a bit we're a bit delayed. I guess you know that we got held up at the docks, you know, shipping containers, all that BS. But you know, it it happens. Yeah, I'm not too worried about it. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> so we can't actually talk about what we thought of the bike because uh, we're all under embargo. And it's funny that they oh. put it, it's funny that they put embargoes on these impressions now, right? Because back in the day, it was just like, oh yeah, well. As soon as you put stuff up, you you do it right. And when we were Transworld Motocross, I would just haul ass back to the hotel and edit, and I'd have a video up. <clears throat> usually before you know the 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 event dinner that night, and just smoke everybody. But I guess I guess some people don't want to work fast and hard because I mean I know Chase would have waxed everybody here, but we're all embargoed, so it's even. Steven Thursday morning at like. Is it eight or nine or something? I don't know. But uh Yeah. Lame. But yeah. So there was uh everyone was there. And then it was cool too, because they had the Lawrence brothers at that as well. So we got to hang out with Jet and Hunter again. Um But yeah, the bike's all new. It's uh got the same chassis as the twenty one CR four fifty and uh a new engine. I was like scolded on YouTube comments to not call it a motor because a motor is electric. So gas is an engine. But uh, the new frame, you know, the Y, the two cradles, they meet higher up. So it allows them to have a a exhaust that comes straight out of the the cylinder instead of at the angle. And that improves power in theory and concept. But uh, the bike sure looks lighter. Yeah, eight pounds lighter too. Eight pounds lighter. That's nuts. Without the eliminating one of the pipes and some of the other stuff in it and all that good stuff, but I don't know, man. I, I 
Pat, I was expecting the chassis, right? Because, you know, usually the 250 follows the 450 a year later. But the thing that caught me the most off guard by the new bike was the Pirelli tires. Yeah, that was a that was a bold move, and I know they're they're huge in Europe, and uh, nice. the factory team in Europe's using it. <laughs> and uh, hey, yeah, everybody tune in tomorrow morning, and uh, we can tell you what we actually thought about it. But yeah, that was that was a surprising move. Yeah, swap, uh, swap moto just ripping ass, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you heard that? Yeah, I heard it. <clears throat> that was uh, that was similar to the exhaust note of the new Honda. But, um, but yeah, so uh, we rode uh, Monday. We had all day to ride. And then Tuesday, they brought us back to the track for like uh, two-thirds of a day. And I elected not to ride because both my knees hurt from dabbing in the wood. And uh, poor Patrick, you blew out your uh, your ACL yesterday, you think, huh? You know what? I'm, I'm, I've done it before, and it feels remarkably similar. Yeah, and it's just stupid. Just going through a sweepy turn, I kind of squared it early and was going to accelerate up the inside, and the rear end came around so fast. I just blew through the wood chips and then right down to, it felt like ice. It felt like I was riding on mm. ice. The, the rear end came around so fast, leg hits the ground, handlebar into the knee, so now I've got no nowhere to move, and I just, just like that old crash and burn, and uh, I think CTI had an ad. The dude's foot just folding to the left. Yeah. Do you remember that? Do you, have you ever seen that picture, A-Ray? It's a Honda rider, number 37, on a CR500 in yeah. O'Neill gear, and his leg is going the wrong way. That's At least he I, looked good. He looked good, but, um, yeah, he, <laughs> that's a, that's exactly what I felt. And I uh, felt the pop, the whole thing. feels disconnected. I was just getting out of bed a little while ago and kind of hung my leg over the side a little bit sideways and it just felt it just like sort of fell was, oh i just gonna wanted to dislocate like oh, oh man this is brutal so yeah i should have just watched my swap yesterday and hung out but um ended up laying on the ground for quite a while till the mule came out yeah me up. oh my <clears throat> gosh man this team swap moto live just fucking claiming <laughs> lives out there right <laughs> getting decimated <laughs> oh got, got two wrists and a fucking a trick me. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Hunter rode up to check on you. Yeah, yeah, he was super cool, and and uh, you know, Trey Kennard was there. And, man, they don't get any nicer than Trey Kennard, right? Yeah, right. Was, Trey's he amazing. Was so good yesterday. Don't race with him. Such a he solid guy. To, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like back in the day, he he would be pretty mean. He, he could clean somebody. Oh, out, you dude, know? yeah, he was the nice. Uh, Man of Assassin. God in the pits and the devil on the track, right? Is that yeah. Shorty? Yeah, Shorty was like uh, that he, too. He did, was he was cool yesterday. I I dug hanging with him. Did uh have you ever been on the uh, receiving end of a Trey Kennard uh, aggressive move, Ray? No, but I think I came, I got in his way one time and I came off the track and he just gave me a what the heck, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but. Uh, that's that's about it, I think. But I, I've seen some, I've seen him get into it with some people. I think on the track. Yeah, he gets aggro. He's still so hey, fast, dude. Oh, he was ripping. Ooh. He was ripping. Looks so good on the bike. That finish line jump. He was whipping yeah. it like backwards mm. a couple times. He was yeah. good. Mm. So, yeah, we can't uh, we can't talk about how much 
we liked or disliked the bike, but we we were able to talk shit on the track. Yeah, you know what? It just, I don't know, just such a mistake, you just a miscue on Honda's part. You know, it's, it's such a great handling bike, and, and especially cornering, and now we're... Oh, you can't say it. that, Pat. Reader, I, listeners, you didn't hear last, that. Based based last year. Based based last year. year. <laughs> the 2001 corner so good, and now we can't tell because we can't tell how the 22 is because it's just pushing wood chips. And then you're in deep, heavy, power-rotting wood. Yeah. So, I don't know. Hmm. I, you know what? But you know what though? I know what they were. I know what they're going for. It's beautiful. The pictures are going to be amazing. The videos are going to be cool. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, as far as yeah, I don't think it was feel for the bike. I don't uh, think it was any fault of Honda's. I think that track just elected to do the wood chips, like yeah. right before to make yeah, it extra sweet. Bad, bad timing. <laughs> but uh, but so uh, yeah. went back to Monster Mountain. Dude, that would be amazing. I love that place. Yeah. Might be might might be my favorite ever. Mini Major East is going to Monster Mountain. You want to race a Mini Pat? Oh wait, you'll, yeah. be, you'll be on crutches. We'll throw you on a Super Mini. Yeah, I'll go. I'll but, go. Uh, but yeah, I, I, again, it was a great event, though. I mean, kudos to Honda. It's uh, it's funny. I, I get super jaded after like thirty years of this. I don't want to go to bike intros out of state and all this nonsense where you have to learn a track before you think about the bike. But realistically, I think the twenty-two. CR250R is the only all-new bike this year because, see, both the Cowies are the same, Suzuki's are the same. Didn't even have yeah. to say that. KTM standard KTM's are all the same. Husky Gas Gas. Uh, the Yamahas have both been refined a little bit, but as far as all new, this is what we got. It's the Honda. So, yeah. so yeah, it was a fun trip. Uh, we took a little detour the uh, the day we arrived because. Uh, <clears throat> I figured out that it was Chase's 22nd birthday on Sunday. Dude, so, nice. So we uh, <laughs> we rented a car instead of taking the the, the shuttle bus. And uh, we went to this place called the Lumberyard in Portland. That's not too far from the airport. It's like an indoor. I'd say it's an indoor BMX style place, right? Not. It's called a mountain yeah, bike like park. Yeah, it's a skate park. Yeah. But uh, I went there again, same time, with Fox about three, four years ago. And had a blast, so I, I knew that Chase would like this. So we went there, and it was like a two-hour ride session, 2 o'clock to 4 o'clock. And I ate shit pretty big in the first 25 minutes two times, and I parked it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's what I, I was thinking. Like, oh, dude, you guys go on a freaking riding trip or something, and like, when do I hear the Don H shit? <laughs> you know, <because laughs> it's gonna happen. Like, dude. No, dude, that was in the back of my mind the whole time. Chase and I were playing with some jumps with some pretty steep backsides, and like, then you're looking at a plywood face. I'm going, man, it'd be so bad if we didn't go in and like break wrist before we even ride this Honda. Yeah. So, but I just yeah, took it easy. Swap's head's pretty heavy too, because every time he crashes, it's like he lawn darts into the ground. Yeah. Wakes up. Wakes up in the hospital. Dude, I I fell out of the sky in this bowl turn, dude. Like, the they had these bowl turns that were really tight, but and so as a result, the angle of the wood was real steep, and there's this little bowl turn course, and I was like, dude, that looks gnarly. And Chase goes, not watch, and he does it super easy. So I'm like, oh okay. So I went through the first one, went through the second one, went into the third one, and was like probably like 
four feet above the concrete floor and the tires just went and just slid out. <laughs> and I did I did the splits and got this big wood burn on my right knee. And oh. then I was like, Oh in, this course is in scary. your defense in your defense you shredded the first two and then that third one was was closer to a wall ride than a, yeah than like a bank turn. That thing was slick yeah and, and very slick. Yeah, <laughs> slick, slick. And it doesn't I help that all the rental bikes had a 200 psi. Yeah, I was gonna say that my tires, tires so. felt like rocks. But, yeah, uh, and bald. So then I went yeah. to the uh, the skate park type section where Pat and Chaser Aaron shit out, and I go and you know I I don't ride flat pedals ever, so I go over like the first two jumps. I go through when my foot flies off, and I don't know how I fell, but the handlebars hit me on the inside of my thigh and went all the way up and almost got got my left nut. And so I oh. I parked her. Almost Hangtown revisited. Yeah, Hangtown too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many times I freaking called Don like, "Hey, Don, like, are we doing the podcast today, dude? Dude." Uh, <laughs> I, 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 dude, I, dude, I crashed. I'm, I'm on my way to the hospital. Fucking uh, scrub daddy's driving me. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, what happened? I, I don't know. I fucking ate shit. I crashed. Hey, I don't birds of a feather flock together, right? We're both sketchy. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. But, uh,. Dude, what else? A-Raid, is there anything going on, like big switches or rumors or anything in, in racing? Because that's usually what we have Anton here for, but he's he's hanging out with little kids at Loretta's. I mean, he's at he's at Loretta's. I do know that there's, like, a lot of beef uh, at Loretta's between, like, maybe, I think, like, Star Kids and Team Green Boys. Like, I feel like yep. they don't really like each other. Mm. And then, like, the whole Casey Cochran-Deegan beef, I feel like that's real. Mm. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so I guess Anton's there for all of that. I mean, it's different than the pro stuff, but I'm sure Anton, he'll have some beef for us whenever he, you know, next week, whenever Loretta's is over. Yeah. Um, which which will be fun to listen to because I like hearing some stuff about the amateur racing as well because uh, Levi Kitchen, he won the first moto yesterday, but I think he, he got, got docked, docked for back something. to third. Yeah, he got yeah. He jumped on a red cross, so that gave Levi Kilroy the win. And then uh, Austin Black second. So Dude, uh, Black's crushing it. Yeah, I mean, he had Jet on his ass the whole moto and didn't crack, which, I mean, th- I mean, Brock, Brock Tickle, he helps both of them out. He helps out Austin Black and Jet Reynolds. So mm-hmm. I don't really know which one. I mean, I'm sure he's got to be stoked for both of them. Yeah. But uh, if I were him, I'd be, I'd be pretty stoked on Austin Black right now. Yeah, totally. I feel like there's a few guys there in that A class that that do deserve like some rides, man. But I mean, obviously there's no rides available, you know, because you have guys in the outdoors right now like Schwartz and you know people like that who are crushing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, have you watched they... anything from Loretta's yet? Oh yeah, yeah. Has uh, is Jet wearing A star stuff? Yes, he is. Interesting. Okay. But, I mean, I am sure that that will change once he gets to well, Matadilla. I know Fox brought him stuff. That's why I was like, huh. Really? Yeah. So, oh, well. Well, yeah, I just looked at uh, Brock's Instagram story, and he is in Alpine Star Gear. Mm. So, Brock is One back. Yeah. What do you guys What do you guys think about X-Pros in the vet classes? Like, people are making a big deal about Emig winning that 
the 50 moto saying, Hey, he shouldn't, he shouldn't be in the regular, <laughs> you know, 50 class. And, um, I was just reading some stuff this morning, like, Hey, they should just have like a, like a legends only well, class and leave the 50 year olds alone. You know, what do you guys think about that? Well, the, uh, when I did Loretta's in 07, they don't say anything about Barry Carson. He was a freaking pro. Yeah. Forever. <laughs> Forever. Yeah, right. Like he, he's done more laps. If anything, that's more freaking, he's done more laps at Loretta's than anyone. <laughs> Barry Carson's right. pro career spanned like 35 years, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was long. <laughs> but uh that's, that's but, the reason why that's the reason why Suzuki doesn't have a new bike is because they've paid Barry Carson <laughs> so much contingency money. So much contingency money. But so the the 30 class when I went was called the 30 BC class where you could only be a novice or intermediate and you could have never raced pro or or anything like that, right? But then we still had guys cheating in there, like that. Uh, Kevin Kozad was in there, and he was he had raced A at, you know, the regular A classes at Loretta Lynn's before, and whatever I don't know. But before the thirty BC class was the only class that was supposed to have no former pros in it, and all the other vet classes were open, you know. So I think that's how it's always been. I mean, you know, Jeff Emig. Hasn't been a pro for you know over two decades, these, closer to three. These so guys need to just chill out and get faster. I mean, I don't know yeah. what you're doing, you know. Yeah, I'm I, don't, I don't know either. I remember hearing people complaining last year too, or about kind of the same deal. And then I thought like Kiefer and them weren't allowed to race this year because they had scored a pro point. Yeah, I don't know. So <laughs> why the hell is Emig and Rhino out there? Yeah. Rhino's on like an 86 Honda. <laughs> yeah, I saw that thing. But Bro, Rhino, I don't know what goes through Rhino's head. I would like to just like spectate in his Wait, head he's like he's racing an old Yeah. He's, yeah. he's racing freaking Jerry Robbins' old race bike. <laughs> hey, you know what, though? I, I, that was pretty cool. Um, we were on the podium at Mammoth uh, in the 40 Pro, and uh, the announcer was trying to kind of create some excitement and a little beef maybe he's like hey rhino i know that you know in a few weeks you're going to loretta's and mike brown's going to be there and the huge rivalry you guys used to have and we're bringing back the rivalry and you know rhino's alpha male right and uh i, I kind of expected him to come back with something cocky like hey you know what i kicked that guy's ass and you know when we we're kids i'm going to come after him this week you know, or you know coming up at loretta's i kind of thought he would like fall into that yeah, I was, pretty, I was pretty impressed, man. He was cool. He's like, "Hey, you know what? Um, I don't really want that kind of pressure. It's not where I'm at in my life right now, and I don't really want that kind of pressure racing. I want to have some fun, and and that's it's just not not where I'm at. I don't really like you kind of baiting me into this, and um, so I'm you know he's riding the '86 Honda to kind of hey, I'm going to have fun, no pressure. It's not a, a Hughes versus Brown thing, and uh, you know as a guy that's Look, we're all we're all competitive. It's pretty hard to to not fall into that type of thing. I was pretty impressed by that. I thought that was yeah. Kind of- those two are the most two competitive people in the world. I feel like Brownie's like no one's fucking beating me. Like I'm Ivan Drago of a forty man like forty yeah. man, forty class. Like he's he's that guy. Even whenever we would cycle cycle and stuff, like I would cycle with the guys whenever Hart Raff was on that program and. Uh, you know, like even going up the hill, like you could just tell, like if someone like passed it, it would just get to him, and he would just, fuck, man, like I want to go. You know, like 
But, um, yeah, it, it's nuts, man. I feel like Brownie still has that racer mentality, but hopefully Rhino, I mean, because Rhino's fucking crazy, man. Like, he, <laughs> he, he, like him, like, calming down maybe, maybe like, a good thing, you know? Because, I mean, he has had some injuries and stuff in the past, so that's, that's good. Is it safe to yeah. is it safe to assume Rhino's probably camping in a tent? <laughs> he's probably got his van there. If, I, if I'm he has his van there, I'm sure because he's got his like raw rinse and he's showering in the creek with his nipples all hard and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like all the Instagram shit. You know, yeah. <laughs> Meditating in the woods. Yeah. Wow. Well, he's just walking around nude. He's like, oh, I thought the nude is calling me. All right. On that note, the podcast is going a little south when we're talking about Rhino's nipples. So we're going to wrap this week's uh, installment up. So, uh, Pat, best of luck at the doctors. I think you get an MRI next week or something. We're going to yeah, need, yeah, you, wait, we're gonna need wait, you to just duct here. tape that knee up and still come to the Yamaha intro on the 20th. I told my wife I'm testing Yamaha. Don't do this. No. Yeah. <laughs> testing Yam testing Yamaha's in three weeks. Stand I don't approve. I'll be there. But uh <laughs> yeah, so Pat, best of luck with that. A Ray, I'm sure I'll see you soon. Maybe I'll come yeah, in. Yeah, let's get uh, lunch or something, you know. I'll come in uh maybe I'll come install, install that tissue day. for you. Yeah. yeah. That thing is magic, dude, I'm telling you. It's amazing. When I when yeah. I take a shit elsewhere, I feel like a savage. Just because I don't have the <laughs> <laughs> the delightful spray but uh anyhow uh guys thanks for listening again shout out to our buddy truck driver taylor and all the other truck drivers out there who tune in and uh we'll truck talk driver to you taylor was wearing his sketchy merch the other day dude right how about that picture he did for you like on his the yeah, front of his truck awesome. yeah. Yeah, that, that guy's badass sick. he might be my favorite yeah. thing about salt lake even more than the trails i don't know we'll see heck yeah dude <laughs> alexray.co get your merch yeah all right, guys. Talk to you next week. Tune in out for the uh, Pro Taper Kickstart podcast. Since 1991, Pro Taper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized one and one eighth inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose built for youth riders. ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.